0: Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to the show. It's a Friday. This is Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm your host, Jeff Trenopole, bringing you sports from a west side point of view right here in Cincinnati, Ohio. Lots of good things happened last night for the Bearcats as far as moving up or down in the American Athletic Conference Tournament and the NCAA Tournament. All kinds of good stuff. The Reds are in action today versus Oakland. And... Should the Bengals get rid of Dre Kirkpatrick? All the topics I'm going to be discussing today. All right. Now, last night, a lot of good, like I said, a lot of good stuff happened for the Bearcats. I was on uh, Bearcat Country just scrolling around, and I didn't even realize that UConn and Houston were playing, and somebody posted it on there. I'm like, whoa, what? Where's that at? And they said UConn was winning. I'm like, Sweet. So I flipped around and found it. It was on CBS Sports Network. So I started watching that the rest of the night. And then Bearcat Country was going nuts. We're all trying to figure out what happens if Houston loses. Well, the great thing happened. Houston lost. They lost 77-71. to Then right after that on ESPN was Memphis versus Wichita State. Now, this doesn't affect the Bearcats as much in the AAC tournament. But in my opinion, it affects them as far as Getting teams that are close to them, close to being on the bubble, getting them off the bubble. And I think Wichita State was there, even though Jerry Palms said something different. I'll get to him in a minute. Wichita State ended up losing to Memphis 68-60. So, okay, Memphis won, UConn won. Vegas A Houston lost. Now, what that did is obviously it knocks Houston out of first place, puts Tulsa in there by themselves. Now, what we need to happen is obviously UC needs to win Saturday night. And then Wichita State needs to turn around and beat Tulsa Saturday. Now, the Tulsa-Wichita State game is, I think, around 3 o'clock. So that game will happen before the Bearcats. So the Bearcats will know going into that game at 8 o'clock versus uh, Temple if they got a shot at the number one seed or not. Which, if Tulsa loses, they will have a shot at because that would make it a three-way tie. For the regular season title And the way the the breakdown comes Tiebreakers and everything UC and Houston split But then when it comes down to UC and Tulsa UC beat them So UC would win As far as that goes uh, As far as the tiebreakers go To being the number one seed Which that would hopefully help us avoid We should avoid UConn Which is probably the hottest team In the American conference right now but the thing is, you still have to go win two games to get to the conference championship game. And like I said, I would rather just win two instead of three. So you get that number one, which we're almost guaranteed that we got, we gotta win Saturday night. We're gonna have either the, I think the number one or number two seed. Because number one seed, I think, is gonna play at 12. And then I think 6.30 is the number two seed, and then 9 o'clock is like the three seed. So I don't want to be the three seed. I don't want to play at 9 o'clock. I'd much rather play at 12 o'clock or 6.30. Uh, Joe Lenarde, Joey Brackets, who I know I like quoting here, um, he's got UC as the last four in. If you actually look at the way he's got it listed, we are the last team right now he has in. But that that all could change. I mean, it, it could change day to day, depending on who wins, who loses. I mean, if UC wins Saturday night, Tulsa loses Saturday. We could jump up to a 10 seed again because last week before we lost to Central Florida, we were either first four, uh, last four in, or a 10 seed. So, in my opinion, we could jump back up there again if everything goes the way I want it to go. And U C uh, wins. It's not, not. This has nothing to do with Tulsa, but If U C wins and U C makes it at least to the championship game of the AAC, I think that they'll put them at a 10 seed. So. Those are all good things. Yesterday was great for the Bearcats as far as the seeding go. Another game you guys might want to keep an eye on on Saturday is Oklahoma State versus Texas. The reason I say that is because Texas is there in the next bracket over. Now, what what is he called? The, 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 the oh, they get to the buy, so they don't have to play in Dayton. So if Texas, if Oklahoma State beats Texas, depending on how the Bearcats do with the tournament and all the other ones. That could jump us to not have to play in Dayton and not have to play in the, in the in the playing games. But like I said, it's all that's just my opinion. I have no idea what the tournament or the committee is going to do. Biggest thing is Bearcats just go win them all. I mean, if you they turn around, they win the American Athletic Conference tournament, we're in, and it'll be a pretty high. Well, we shouldn't be in the last four, in but, but I don't know because, like I said yesterday. That tournament game is on Sunday, late. It's right before the selection show. So that's why I say, I don't I, I don't think if it's UC in Houston, who I'm predicting in the uh, championship game, if it's those two, I don't think it's going to make a difference as far as our seed or Houston seed who wins the thing. Because I don't think the committee is paying attention to that game. Uh, you know, because it's so late. I just don't think they they're already made their decision. So that's why I keep saying just make it to the championship game. Of course I want to win. <laughs> of course I want to win. But the goal is to at least make it there. So a lot of good stuff last night. It was really interesting on Bearcat Country and trying to discuss with everybody like well, do we want them to do we want Yukon to win or do we want Houston to win? Or and then everybody started going, well no, we want Houston to lose, and then we can get the number one seed. Anyway, it was it was fun last night. Talking, you should check it out. Reds news yesterday. Unfortunately, the Reds lost six to four to the Brewers. Good news is though, Luis Castillo pitched three innings and have and had five strikeouts. Nick Senzel made his spring debut as a DH. He went over three with a strikeout, but I mean it's a it's a spring training. It's the you know it's his first at bat that you know quote unquote live pitching. So. Yeah, give the guy a break. He should be, I think he's going to be ready for opening day. These are all good signs that he's playing. No, he hasn't played the field yet, but we still got almost a month until the season starts, so I think he's going to be all right. The Reds are back at it today, 307 versus Oakland. There's no TV, just radio. Oh, and Freddie Galvis, it came out, and he is out for five to seven days with a quad injury. I Those things it should heal up pretty quick shouldn't be a problem, but we also said that last year about Scooter Jeanette, and <laughs> he was gone for half the season, because he couldn't just get healed up, but I'm not saying this is anywhere close to Scooter Jeanette, I'm just saying, five to seven days, Galva should be, should be back, I say just keep him out for the seven days, and let him heal up, and get ready to go, all right, out of Bengals, you know, the, um, the offseason, and the free agency period is getting ready to start. And I posted an article on Bengals Nation that I found about the Bengals. Are they consider? They may be considering cutting Drake Drake Kirkpatrick. And I did some thinking and some looking up of stuff. If if they cut him, which I'm honestly okay with it, I, I he's never lived up to the billing he got as a first round pick. He's not what I would call a shutdown corner. He gets burned a lot. He's not a bad corner, but he's been getting overpaid, I think, because of that first-round draft pick he got that so far he hasn't totally lived up to. So I'm fine with them cutting him. But these are the players, if the Bengals cut or trade, how much money they could they could save and clear out for their um, cap. All right, so they say they cut Jake or Patrick and they trade Andy Dalton. And they either trade or cut Corey Glenn. If they get those three off the books, that clears out $32 million in cap space for the Bengals. So that could give them plenty of money to go hopefully sign some free agents. Because what I hope, this is this will be my wish list that I wish the Bengals would do. I hope they do this. They go out and sign themselves a number one corner, sign themselves a really good linebacker, and sign a really good offensive lineman. You take care of those three positions in the free agency before you get to the draft, then you could draft one of these really good wide receivers in the second round. Do I think the Bengals are going to do that? Honestly, no, because I've never seen them do do that before, but... The way Duke Tobin has been talking and saying that they're, you know, they're interested in free agency and all this stuff that they could. But the thing is, too, is a lot of times the Bengals have brought guys in here and they've just used the Bengals for leverage to get money from somebody else. So it's not always the Bengals' fault. But those would be my wish list is to clear out this $32 million cash base, sign – like I said, a top cornerback, a linebacker, and an offensive lineman, and then you don't—you uh, still have to hit on every draft pick in the draft, but you don't have to draft as much for um, need. You know, we still have to draft for need. What, what's the world for? You, the, the emphasis that you—you had you, ha- you can't pass this this position up. You know, like you couldn't pass a, a linebacker up. And but there's this really good wide receiver that would be great with with uh with a. Uh, um Joe Burrow, Jeez, I forgot his name. Joe freaking Burrow. You know, so if they took care of those three in free agency, it would give them more room to wiggle and more room to draft the best player in the draft at that at their draft position instead of having the draft for need. That's what I was trying to say. They could draft for the best player instead of drafting for need if you start out. Getting a cornerback, getting a linebacker, and getting an offensive lineman. Is it? Do I think the Bengals will do that? I have no idea. I hope so. <laughs> All right. And as you know, or you may not know, if you're new to the show, on Friday, I do this thing called Zeke of the Week. And sometimes it's kind of hard to find it. And I ask my viewers out there to tweet me out their thoughts. Nobody has yet. <laughs> but if you guys ever feel uh, free to... Message me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Just put Zeke of the week and whoever you think it is and why. All right. My Zeke of the Week, and I posted this on Bearcat Country last night, and I didn't call him a Zeke, but Jerry Palms. He's the bracketologist for CVS. And everybody else has Wichita State barely making it. And have you seen usually in the first four in. He had the exact opposite. And I'm like, how? I'm like, they're not even, I understand the quad one wins and all I do. I, I get that. But if you're not even to me, if you're not even in a position to win your own conference, which Wichita state is not, then you shouldn't be ahead of the teams that beat you. Meaning UC twice. So Jerry Palms, I know you paid a lot of money, but dude, you are my Zeke of the week. Because as far as I've seen, you're the only one that put them ahead of the Bearcats. I don't know why. <laughs> all right, I got some Facebook groups here that I like to always talk about on my show. It's Bearcat Country, Bengals Nation, and Reds Country. Like I said, last night was fun. We were all talking about the uh, Houston-Yukon game and what that meant for the Bearcats. And... Um, Red's Nation or Red's Country is coming up. Hopefully, we get more more, uh, subscribers. It's the the newest of the Facebook groups that we have. So check it out. Find it in the Facebook groups and uh, ask to join. And as always, Sports of Strawberry Ice is brought to you by T-Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out their website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. All right, we made it. It's Friday. That's just sports, baby. Like, subscribe, share. I'm still at 145 subscribers on YouTube. I understand a lot of people who follow me are on Facebook and you watch the Facebook or the YouTube channel through Facebook. Do me a favor take the time, go on the Facebook, get yourself an account. It's not that hard, and subscribe to my channel. Podcasters. Love you guys too. Do this down there. If you're on Apple Podcast, give me a five star review. Hit that submit or subscribe button. Tell all your friends about me. Try to get as many people to listen to me as I can. (laughs) Other than that, that's your sports baby. You guys have a wonderful weekend, and I will see you Monday. Come on, Bearcats, baby. We got a chance to win this thing. Woo! It's going to be so cool.